G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, always good today to get an update as to how things have been unfolding overnight in headlines out of Israel and the Middle East. And this week, a particularly significant week, given the move of the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, and it has caused all sorts of challenges in the nation of Israel. In fact, as the headlines go, an unprecedented violence outbreak overnight. Ron Ross has been monitoring the details. Ron, 58 Palestinians have been killed, thousands wounded. How does the story unfold? Yeah, we've got more than 50 Palestinians were killed and thousands wounded as Gazans clashed with IDF forces all along the Gaza-Israel border fence yesterday. It was the highest Palestinian death toll in the Gaza Strip by Israeli fire since Operation Protective Edge in 2014. The Hamas-run health ministry said 58 Palestinians were killed by IDF fire, including several teenagers and 2,771 others were wounded, many by tear gas, with 116 said to be in serious or critical conditions. Gazans have been protesting along the border with Israel for the past six weeks as part of what organisers have called the Great March of Return. But the mass protests on Monday were unprecedented, according to IDF spokesman Brigadier General Ronan Manelis. According to the Army, the violence began at about 11.30 in the morning, with hundreds of rioters running towards the fence in the northern part of the Strip. A number of Palestinians climbed the fence at several points. Some 40,000 Palestinians took part in violent demonstrations at 13 different locations along the fence, throwing stones, explosive devices and Molotov cocktails at the fence and at IDF troops, as well as burning tyres and launching burning objects such as kites with charcoal or containers of burning fuel with the intention of setting fires in Israeli fields. There were 25 kites flown over the course of the day, 17 of which had incendiary materials, causing 23 to set fire to a field before being extinguished by firefighting teams deployed to the area. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Ziad Ra'ad al-Hussein, took to Twitter to condemn the shocking deaths, writing that those responsible for outrageous human rights violations must be held to account. Your justice for the victims, he said. The UN Security Council is expected to convene an emergency meeting today over the violence following a request by Kuwait. This has been anticipated for some time now, Ron. In fact, uh, the US Embassy in Jerusalem, which is the centre of what's going on, it's been opened with great joy, prayer and celebration. While you've got violence on one hand, uh, the opening's been described as something like a Trump campaign rally. 
one person said, this feels like a synagogue outing in America. He was referring to what he said were at least a couple of dozen guests invited to the ceremony who came from the five uh, towns of Long Island where U.S. Ambassador David Freeman once lived. Until 15 minutes in, when Dallas Pastor Robert Jeffries took the stage to deliver an opening prayer. We want to pray what the psalmist prayed 3,000 years ago, he said. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love her prosper. May peace dwell in. And we pray this in the name and spirit of the Prince of Peace, Jesus our Lord, he said. It didn't feel like a synagogue outing from that time on. Variously, the 80-minute ceremony held on the embassy compound under a huge white top felt like many different things. The red Make America Great Again hats that dotted the audience made it seem like, a, as you said, a campaign rally for Donald Trump, and the crowd started chanting Trump, 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 after Ambassador Friedman said that the president is now owed an eternal debt of gratitude uh, for this event. At other times, it felt like a sporting event, such as when Friedman listed the names of senators and congressmen who were there in attendance. It also felt like a revival meeting uh, when Pastor John Hagee, with a uh, an interesting word, said, Let the word go forth from Jerusalem today that Israel lives. Shouted from the housetops that Israel lives. Let every Islamic terrorist hear the message, Israel lives. Let it be heard in the halls of the United Nations, Israel lives. Let it echo down the marble halls of the presidential palace in Iran, Israel lives. Let it be known to all men, Israel lives, because he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. The crowd responded at Hagee's request with a resounding hallelujah. Uh, interesting that President Trump was there by uh, cable, and he described Israel as an historic, historic and sacred land. Ron, the headlines have been also reflecting what's happened in the lead up to the embassy and the service and the launch, the uh, the ceremony that you're talking about. At the Jerusalem Day ceremony on Sunday, Benjamin Netanyahu declared Jerusalem is mentioned in the Bible 650 times and it's been the Jewish capital for 3,000 years. Yeah, Israel's political cabinet held its weekly meeting on Sunday at the Bible Lands Museum in honour of Yom Yerushalayim, Jerusalem Day, the 51st anniversary uh, of the reunification of Israel's capital during the 1967 Six-Day War. Bokotov is Hebrew for good morning. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu opened his remarks by saying Bokotoi, in a nod to Israeli singer Netta Bathali, who won the Eurovision Song Contest on Saturday with her hit toy. These days, Jerusalem is being blessed with many gifts. We received another one with Netta's thrilling and suspenseful victory. The gift is that Eurovision will come to Jerusalem next year. We'll be very proud to host it, he said. Turning to the pending move of the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, Netanyahu said that this week we will be blessed with a truly historical event. And this is the decision of the greatest major power in the world, our friend the United States. President Trump promised to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and he did. 
He promised to move the American embassy, and he did. Of course, we will all celebrate this day. It's truly a celebration. And afterwards, two additional embassies, Guatemala and Paraguay, will come here, and others are on the way, Netanyahu said. It's not for nothing that we are marking Jerusalem Day at the Bible Lands Museum. Jerusalem is mentioned in the Bible approximately 650 times. The reason is simple. For over 3,000 years, Jerusalem has been the capital of our people and only of our people. Ron, also on that Sunday at the Jerusalem Day celebrations, uh, some humility from Christians there where a former U.S. congresswoman and U.S. presidential candidate in a heartfelt speech asked repentance for the horrible ways Christians have treated the Jewish people. How did that story unfold? Yes, she was there in front of 180 Jewish and Christian attenders for the first ever Jerusalem Day joint Jewish-Christian Bible study at the Knesset, the Israeli parliament, and she spoke from her heart. Bachman made her statements at the Knesset event, which was co-sponsored by the Knesset Caucus for the Encouragement of Bible Study. Bachman was responding to the statement she made in 2015, in which she urged Jews to convert to Christianity to help usher in the end of days. I ask for forgiveness from the Jewish people for what it is that we have done. I apologize profoundly and ask forgiveness from the Almighty God that these statements brought pain. She said that as she continues to read the Bible, she realizes it's all about Israel and Hashem, the Hebrew term for God. Bachman explained that in the 70 years since the founding of the State of Israel, he is truly changing the world and he is changing my heart. Expounding on a verse from Isaiah 43, Yabai Yehuda Kick focused on the need to recognize that even as the United States and other countries moved their embassies to the biblical capital of Israel, that Bible believers should not think this is solely their political work, but rather this is the hand of God. He said it is Zion, the place that God chose to rest his divine presence. He said these moves are happening because they were told in the Bible. Rabbi Einhorn said Jerusalem cannot be divided. Jerusalem is the place of the Bible for all nations. He called on all countries to move their embassies to Jerusalem. He said they should understand that civil life in their own countries can be better if they bless the city of God. And he referred to Genesis 12:3 that says, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And of course there's been a long time Christian presence in Jerusalem and Jerusalem Day on Sunday was a special event too Ron for the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem. Yeah and I love the statement they put out uh, ICEJ they said we are celebrating the 51st anniversary of the city of Jerusalem coming back into the governing hands of Israel. Last year was a big celebration of 50 years for the city, and yet this year we celebrate a spectacular new beginning of what God wants to do here in Jerusalem. This year is the last year the ICJ will celebrate this day as the only embassy here in Jerusalem. Many special guests attended the ICJ annual Jerusalem Day reception, including the ambassador for Guatemala, 
representatives from the Embassy of Costa Rica, and the director of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, Josh Reinstein. Guatemala is the second nation to move its embassy to Jerusalem, so in the light of this, Ambassador Sarah Angelina Solis gave a moving speech expressing her Christian faith and about how honored she feels for God to choose her to be the one to bring the embassy of Guatemala back to Jerusalem. There are so many spectacular events happening all at once here in Jerusalem, so we invite you to continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem as God continues to move powerfully here in this city, the ICJ spokesman said. A powerful thing to contemplate at this time, Ron. Prayer for the peace of Jerusalem, because while we're talking about uh, even wild celebration and uh, looking at uh, those fulfillments from the Scriptures, uh, the joint relationship between Christians and Jews, uh, there is also this other fighting and violence that's happening on the fringe. And, uh, Ron, it's not likely to die down quickly. It's been anticipated. Uh, How do you think Christians ought to be praying for the situation in Jerusalem this week? Well, we should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I, I uh, continue to go back to John 10.10. 10, uh, it says that the devil comes to steal, to kill, to maim, and to destroy. And when I look back 70 years at the declaration of the city of, Is- of the nation of Israel, within days, various countries attacked Israel because they thought that they were not ready to defend themselves, and miraculously they were delivered. And here we are 70 years later celebrating, but the same attacks come. And so we must be aware uh, throughout life that when God speaks a word, Satan does everything to try and destroy it, to bring doubt and unbelief. Uh, But we know by reading the end of the book, our God reigns. Ron Ross, always great getting your insights. Thanks so much for taking so great a interest and time to scour the headlines overnight to bring us an update on what's happened overnight out of Jerusalem and throughout the nation of Israel. Thanks for being with us again on 2020. Exciting times, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.